created to reign. What does that mean? You are royalty. You were created to win. There's a definition that says to wear a crown. From your beginning to your end. I love it. What is up, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Standing in the Rain. Yes. Y'all hear it. You see it. You hear it. There you go. Yes. Yes. Standing in the Rain. I love it. I'm so excited you're here. That You're here, which means you've subscribed, you've dialed in, you got the notifications on, you are rocking with me, you are vibing with me. Welcome to Standing in the Rain. I'm Dawn Roseman, the Rainmaker. I'm here uh, to do nothing more than to point you uh, to your greatness. I've got the most amazing. I say this every every time, don't I? I mean it every time. It gets more amazing every time. It's it's, that a, it's a word today. It's just, I'm so excited. But I want to make sure for the people who are new, who are new to rocking with me, that you know, like, hey, what is this? What's this standing in the rain? What does rain mean? Rain means to overcome, to dominate, to superabound, to win, to sway, to have influence. It's the essence of win. It's to wear a crown. You are absolute royalty. Golly, I can't. I'm so crazy about it because I'm crazy about you and I know what happens to one's life when you get completely turned on to the greatness inside you. It elevates mm -hmm. you. It elevates your business. It elevates your relationships. I promise you, you don't want to stop mm -hmm. rocking with me. So today, though, yes, we have. I always struggle at this point because I never know how to appropriately describe the people I bring to you because I, I get so excited about sharing with you my network of hotness. I have, yeah, I have some dope friends. I have some dope people who have, are a part of my life. They're a part of my circle. And um, I am dedicated to making sure that I use 
any platform that I'm blessed to have to bring them to you because stars shine together and mm. we learn together. We grow together. Rain makes room. And so um, I just need to introduce you to the most, I think, uh, one of the most prolific lyricists. Yeah, I said it. One of the most prolific lyricists, uh, writers, uh, creatives, just forces of nature I have ever met in my absolute, I mean, just absolute life. This mug is straight cold. It's just amazing. She's, she's a rapper, but that's too, that's too limited. She's a, she's a, she's a, she's a hip hop artist, but that's too limited. She's, she's just, just absolutely magnificent. And I need you to know her. Everybody say hello. Get on your feet. Say it with me. What is up? Allegra leg novella. What's, what's up? up? What's <laughs> Yes. Please, please, please. Don't Everybody stop. sit down. Everybody Don't sit stop. down. Don't rush the stage. Don't rush it. We we ain't paid for it yet. <laughs> but we are welcoming sponsors. If you ever want to sponsor Standing in the Rain, right. please reach out to me at info at raintoday.com. Thank you. All right. What's up, Leg? What's up, man? Oh, my gosh. You have no idea how excited I've been trying to get her as one of my guests for standing in the rain in forever, but it's hard when somebody is as sought after. Ugh. Mug, don't play me. <laughs> don't act. Don't don't play me. Don't play these people. They, they, don't play. Don't play them. It's just. It's just. I'm just honored. Aww. I'm just. I really am. I'm just honored. So I just really need y'all to know who he, who she is. Every I want you to know. Just like every time. Every every way, shape, or form that you can find Leg uh, will be attached to the episode. So you'll be able to find her Instagram, everything you're going to want to follow and copper stuff. We're going to talk about more of that later because I really want you to understand. But I just thank you for saying yes. Oh, my! this is my pleasure. Man. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Yeah. You already know how I feel about you oh. and the rain-making. The rain-maker. <laughs> this is my dude. Oh, wait. She makes it rain, y'all. Whatever. Wait, we got to get, we got to get, we're going to get footage of this for y'all. People, see, when you can't have, when you have people behind the scenes, it's just a little commercial break. People, they don't do their job right. And so, so, I, Black Hand, uh, where are you at? <laughs> Black Hand works for Kevin Hart, but he's on, he's, he's here right now helping me. Black Hand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Black Hand. Yeah, appreciate it. And Kevin, don't call me. Or do, and we'll talk about it. Yeah. So, 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 uh, my gosh, I'm just honored that you're here. And I, I've told you this privately, and I'll tell you, i tell all of y'all, you know, I'm a fan, certainly, of, I mean, I love her music, and you'll learn more about it. You'll hear it. I love her art. I love everything you create. But more than anything, and why I wanted you here is because I'm a fan of you. You don't ever need to make another song in, in, in your life. I'm a fan of you. Thank and you. Mug, y'all don't even understand. This is cold. This is just this mug is cold. And so here's the rules of Standing okay. in the Rain. There's really not many. Give it to it's me. It's a family show. Okay. For the most part. Okay. Um, and so, so, uh, <laughs> so toned down a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, we can, that's called editing. Okay. Again, it's okay. called editing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like to make sure that I capture the essence of every one of my guests and um, – 
we, we, you know, and so we like to vibe around. I like to vibe around a drop of the day. I got you. Um, you know, raindrop, a drop of the day to, to kind of center. And I kind of thought about it. I've been thinking about you and just what makes sense, you know, to what resonates with me for you. And this is what I came up with. So the drop for today with the episode with Allegra, with Leg Novella is Speak Life. Is speak life. Yeah, come on, come on. Yeah. That deserves it. Speak life. Speak life. Speak life. I couldn't think about when I was trying to think about you and what I am so drawn to, it is your ability to harness the most powerful thing we've been given. Mm. Right? Life and death is in the power of, of the, the tongue. tongue. Yeah. The ability of you to harness words, which are my love language anyway. I mean, anybody who knows me or rides with me knows that. And to do it in such a, just a prolific manner, just a, an elevating manner, you pull no punches. Mm. Um, I just love it. And so speak life to me was fitting to describe you, but also as a directive to all of my rain dancers following me, because for you to rock your royalty, to to stand in your rightful positioning as one who overcomes, who dominates, who superabounds, who wins, who's the essence of win, all of those things, you got to learn this one. You got to learn to speak life mm -hmm. into your life. Yes. Right? Yes. Right? So I, I want to talk about it because they don't know you. Or they, some, a lot of people do, obviously. The world, a lot of people in this world know you, but I want my folks to make sure that they are as in love with you as I am. I mean, just so I just want to talk about it because you are. Is it fair to say that you're, I mean, is it hip hop artist? Is it, is, how do you, how would you describe you? If you can. A speaker of truth. A speaker of truth. I'm just a speaker of truth and I can come in any genre, any form of music. I, I can do it through country. <laughs> I excel in hip hop. I can do it through pop. I can do it, do it through, you know, just straight gospel. I'm just a speaker, speaker of truth. So where did this come from? Because I met you. So for y'all, like we met, how long has it been? Man, it feels like a long it's time. over 13 years. Yeah, yeah, because my boys were little. Yeah, it's been over 13 years. My boys were little and JT wasn't here. No, not yet. That's yeah. what I said, over 13 over years. Over 13. Be 13. I was, I was pregnant. That's right, mm -hmm. that's right. So it's, man, it's yeah. been a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we've been, you know, so when, when, um, you know, I met her, I think I fell in love immediately because she had these bomb boots on with these green, remember them neon yep. green? And I was like, hey, I dig the boots, right? But we met and I just, I didn't know anything about what you did or what have you, but then I, I heard you, I, I experienced your art. And I was like, what is that? Like, where, where does that come from? Because you were real quiet, you know, yeah. when, I, when I, you ain't like that. She's not I'm like really that. I'm really not like that. I She's just got to peep the scene out when you first know. She was giving me, she was, she, yeah, she was, she was looking at me a little crazy. And she's like, who are you? You know, but, 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 but when I heard you, I was like, where is that coming from? Mm -hmm. Where does that come from? I mean, how does, I mean, I'm going to say this because you've probably heard this. I know, I, and I know this, but I'm going to say this. You don't look like a hip-hop artist. You do to me, actually. Mm -hmm. But what people conjure up in their mind, where does this come from? And when you know, yeah, just where does it come from? Like, where do you get started? I, I, I grew up in a household of music, of musicians. And that's all we heard. The language in our household was hip-hop. Your mama was Gospel. spitting? My mama would spit. <laughs> was she really? My mama, no, she's a, she's a classically trained musician. Yeah. You know, yeah, and in every form of every genre of music was 
heard in my household. We played everything. You would have Yo MTV raps in the front, Stevie Wonder playing in the back. You'll have the Canton Spirituals in my mama room. <laughs> you know, it's just a whole bunch of stuff going on. You'll have Marvin Gaye in another one because it's, it's, it was a lot of us. It's six of us. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of y'all. Three girls and three boys yeah. plus my mom, you know. Yeah. So it's so much going on in the household that I soaked it all up. And But I particular, particularly fell in love with hip-hop because of my brother. Your bro- Okay, so my tell me that. My brother. He used to What's sit his up, name? Marlon. Shout out, Marlon. What's up? Marlon. Yeah. He used to sit up and study lyrics, study the form, the art form of how they approach the track. And I would watch him because, I, I mean, we were closer in age than everybody else. I'm the youngest. My oldest sister, she's 18 years older than me. Wow. You know? Yeah. Marlon is seven years older than me, so I'm really the baby. Yeah. He was the closest thing to me to emulate. Yeah. So I would watch him, and he would, his thing was the approach, how you attack the mic. So I What do you mean? That. I want to break this down, because I, I, I process it, like I'm a storyteller. That uh-huh. means I think I live into that, so I'm a writer, and, you know, and I, and I, and I, I, mean, I never met a stage I didn't like in terms of being able to speak, mm-hmm. and, tell, and I, so I, you know, I, I get it from that perspective. I'm very deliberate and yeah. strategic about, like, mm-hmm. how I start. How I show up, how I enter. What do you mean? He, Marlon used to say to me, it, you can be a great lyricist all day long, but if you're not a good rapper, it doesn't matter. They're not going to listen to you. What does that mean? You can have all of the punchlines in the world, but if you don't know how to deliver that thing, yeah, like a Tupac, yeah, like I can say, picture perfect, I paint a perfect picture for you. Clear skies, brighter days, near future for you. Gotta believe, screaming, I'm a believer. Hands in the sky, say, yeah, I already did it for me. You gotta learn how to finesse the mic, Allegra. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. You gotta learn how to finesse the mic. So he taught me at an early age, and then once I got in sixth grade, he put me out to the woods. Sixth grade. Sixth grade, I had to battle dudes. Really? No girls. I would, he would put push me out into the to the hallway to the street and, and on our uh corner we had a corner house so you're in from our neighborhood. I'm from Houston. Let me let people know you from Houston. You ate, yeah. I'm from South Side of Houston, Texas. <laughs> the South Side, South Side. What it do? Spruceton, Texas. Spruceton. That's the side I'm from. He actually went to school with DJ Screw. They all okay. came up together. So he would put me in the circle with those cats. Okay. That, uh, Ended up forming the screwed up clique. I would wow. have to battle against dudes like that. Did you love it? In the sixth grade. You look like grade, you love it. I mean, I was scared at first. I get you. But I want my first win, I couldn't stop after that. Yeah. I would go in the house. I would go in my closet and write things, but I would perform how I was going to attack the mic once I got in the circle. Anybody saying to you at that point? So you're six, would you say sixth grade? Sixth grade, yep. How old are we in sixth grade? What, 12? 12, 13 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so is anybody saying to you, what's this girl doing here? Yo, yeah, they said, uh, your sister can't be a part of this uh, a rap circle, freestyle circle. We gonna eat up. They talking much noise. He said she's a pit bull in a skirt. I heard that phrase from him before D- DMX gave it to Eve. Wow. She's a pit bull. Yeah, and so he said, uh, no, pass her the mic. 
They passed me the mic, and it was on from there, on and popping from there. You loved it. I loved it. I loved it. So what is it about that genre? I mean, I I, I love hip hop. I mean, if anybody y'all, I mean, I in old school. Oh my gosh, I just and I and I just I think again. What drew me to you? I didn't have the language mm-hmm. to express what you just said. I don't even know if I've ever had that language. But when I think about the artists that I lean into, lean into, why I love Tupac. It's why I love Biggie. It's just there's you know or, or for you know conversely why I don't like some other artists yeah. because I was like I get what they said but mm-hmm. I don't believe them yeah so like I, I love Nas yeah. I think Nas is one of the coldest lyricists in the game but he's not a rapper to me okay okay and, and much respect much honor yeah. to he's one of the greats you know yeah but he's not a rapper I want uh, my favorite artists they have both they will. Um, Finesse you with the pen. Who are your favorites? Of course, Tupac. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. I love Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody right now out there as great as he is. I agree. I like D Smoke. Oh, D Smoke is. He's the second one. Yeah. Second coming of Kendrick is. Lamar. <laughs> I like J. D. Cole. D Smoke. J. Cole is. J. Cole. Now, okay. So J. Cole is, is Nas to me. Really? Yeah. Okay, so um, they're gonna be a whole bunch of look. <laughs> send your send your hate mail to her, okay? <laughs> no, but I, he's <laughs> cold. What I think he did, he mastered how not to be in that just lyricist vein. I love the new album. You know, oh yeah, the new album is dope. I love the new album. He mastered how to off season is crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy, but. Again. Again. <laughs> no, no, not me again. I know, but yeah. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he he is still a little bit of that Nas aspect. Okay. okay. You I mean, know? that's fair. I asked. I asked. So. I love him, though. Yeah. I also love um, the guy that wrote most of Kanye's <laughs> songs. Who <laughs> <laughs> probably shouldn't say that. Um, Saha. The Prince, he's from Atlanta. He's one of the best writers in the game. But as far as microphone attacker, performer, this boy is so great. Really? He's great. And most of your favorite Kanye songs come from Saha. So you've named not one female artist? Oh, no, no, no. I have a dozen of them. Um, MC Light, of course. I used to study MC Light. Really? I used to absolutely adore Do I do this? Do I do this? I, so, I, so now I'm gonna get hate mail. So I was in love. Uh-huh. We're taking a side journey. I was in love with MC Light. I mean, loved MC Light. But remember that show, uh, Lyricist Lounge. Yeah. Remember that? Uh huh. All right. And 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 I was always been a fan of Snoop. Mm-hmm. And Snoop was on Lyricist Lounge, and I was like, oh my gosh, because for me, I was always like, a rapper is real if they can freestyle. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Snoop just and the brat. Oh my gosh, brat is she's missy. I mean, we missy. Can, the, I mean, the but, list but, goes on and on. But I saw MC Light on on uh, on a lyricist lounge, uh-huh. and she couldn't freestyle, and it drove me nuts. But a lot of your best f- and favorite rappers don't freestyle. I didn't know that. 
Like Kendrick Lamar so is I can, a freestyle. Are you saying to me that I can get back on oh, back yeah. with, back with uh, MC mm-hmm. Light? Yeah, you I'm have sorry. to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, MC She's Light. one of the greats. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm with you again. Don't don't quit me. How did Baby. you feel about Boss? <sighs> she scared me, honestly. Boss was incredible. <laughs> um, Rod Digger. I used to love I Rod loved Digger. Rage. Rage is still hey. going. Hey. But Rod Digger, and I, I yeah. miss a lot of them. Yeah, and of course... Queen Latifah. Oh, she's ridiculous. But Missy was just, she came with that eclectic style and she brought you something new to the game and it was refreshing. So, so you're in this genre and yet you're talking, uh, but you're, you're not talking about the right things seemingly if you're in this genre. Mm -hmm. Remember the drop of the day is speak Speak life. life. And so I'm sitting here, I mean, because the, the people all that we all listed, I mean, I love, but the, I mean, none of them are talking about the things really that you're talking about yeah, for they, the most part. They're talking about yeah. their experience. Yeah. So I talk about my experience. Okay. So because, you know, so are you fair? Like, are you a, I don't like these labels, but I'm just asking gospel. like a gospel rapper. That's what they Call me. That's, they put me in that category that, because that, of that limits. That's limiting, isn't it? Or do you care? No, I mean you can't limit God. I'm bringing the gospel to all men, making fishes of men. You know, so I, I don't think we could put limits on him. I, I believe that most people are scared to say that because you know they think it's limited because of what you see regularly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The norm is not. Christian hip hop. Gotcha. But I'm I, I that doesn't scare me. So you know, I, my God owns all of this. <laughs> I love it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And if and if you know, if that was my background, if I had a background like Cardi B, I would speak Yeah. About the things that she speak of. She speaks of, you know? It's not that they're just going out there saying anything. They're talking about how they grew up. So I, I appreciate that. And that, that I think maybe is a drop within the drop of the day or a nuance of it. Because when I say speak life, I think about certainly I was thinking about it from perspective of, 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 you know, your tongue, your tongue is like the pen of a ready writer. I mean, you like the, like the words, yeah. the, the words that God speaks to you. I mean, they just, you, you put them out there through your mm-hmm. art. But so are they, in essence, if I hear you right. Yeah. Because that's their experience. That's their experience. That's their experience. So it would be odd for me. It's unfair to expect them to speak about something. It would be actually not authentic. Mm -mm. Because they didn't have to go to Sunday school every Sunday. They didn't have to go to Bible school and Bible study throughout the week. I was in church four days out of the week growing up because my mom was the musician there. Okay. I, I, I was raised... Um, reading the Bible before you go to sleep, studying the word for yourself, proving it for yourself, and not leaning on your mama's understanding of the word at a very young age. So that was my experience. That's why my mom used to tell me, because my first offer was to go on tour with cash money. Okay. Open up for cash money. And she said, I'm not worried about that. You can go on any stage, any club you want to go into. What's in you is what's going to come out of you. I love it. I love it. So speak life, huh. it's synonymous with, I mean, speaking truth. Mm-hmm. Your truth. What, what, your, what your understanding is of life at that very moment. That's what people are speaking. Yeah. 
Now, whether we agree with it or not, it's their understanding of life. That's why it has to be people like you and I to come along and help them broaden their view. Well, it sounds to me, too. Like, I mean, I, I, I know it's true for me. You're not in competition with this stuff. Oh, no. I mean, I, that's for me. I mean, like, I'm not sitting here trying, like, please, you know, choose me over this. Oh, no, I'm just no, saying, no. like, look. There, there are people assigned to me, and I know I'm not in. I don't have to be responsible for. Uh, I should say it this way: I'm, I'm trying to finish my assignment, right? And God gets to do whatever He wants to do with the rest mm-hmm. of it. That ain't on me, right? I just need to do my assignment, right? That's what. So it doesn't sound like you're in competition. Like, man, I'm trying to like uh, be like pick any any other art. You're just like I'm just. This is my assignment. That's my assignment. Because you know what? My assignment might be I have to go in and intercede for Cardi B because of the attacks that she's under. That 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 might be a part of my assignment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My assignment might uh, entail um, being open and loving in, in, in God's arms and his legs and his mouthpiece to people that, you know, wouldn't step foot in the church. Yeah. But I'm at that concert because I'm opening up at this secular concert and they're getting a piece of God there. That yeah. might be my assignment. It's not a competition when it's love in your heart. And and the bottom line is is to make fishes of men directing people back up to Christ that my light is shining that they see him. When that is your bottom line, it's no competition now. What do what <laughs> This bug, this is crazy. This, what did you just say? It's not a, com- it's not a competition when there's love in your heart. It's not. That's awesome. That's fire. You know, I think about. I, I was. I'm. I'm such a fan of uh, Tasha Cobbs. I Tasha Cobbs Leonard. Yeah, Cobbs Leonard. And I, I mean, she's. She doesn't know it. I. One day we're going to meet, and I'm going to tell her how much she changed my life. Her album, mm-hmm. her royalty album, is ridiculous mm-hmm. but i but the song that she has on there where she has she features uh Nikki minaj mm-hmm. she took so much flack for that yeah and i i, I thought and i applaud ridiculous. her for that she took so much flack for that mm-hmm. that's what you're talking about yeah that's yeah. her she, that was her assignment yeah at that moment yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah we have different it's like you're in school you don't just get one assignment throughout the year you have multiple assignments so that you can pass this grade and go to elevate yourself to the next grade level, right? You you get like a hundred assignments throughout the year. That was just one of them. So we gonna stop at that one. Wow. And you don't even know what her grade was. Wow. Speak you know life that? is the drop of the day. Speak life. Speak life. So I want I want to. I, so I'm going back to the sixth grade. Okay. So you battling these? I see these. <laughs> I feel these are grown men. I used to make me, they used to run me, chase me home sometimes. Like, I used to make people, I would talk about their mamas and their grandmothers. Oh, Lord. My mama said, you got to stop there, the labor. We're not having it. (laughs) I was just ranking on people, man. So you're battling these people, these men in sixth grade. Mm -hmm. You can't stop now. Yeah, that's You tasted it. That's, I couldn't stop. I learned the art of never backing down. With those dudes, never backing down and never getting intimidated about a stage. I love it. Regardless to what stage you on, you be you and be boldly. You go boldly to the throne, right? Stand boldly on that stage and attack them. Speak life. So that translates for you. You're like, I'm not on the stage. You're on the stage every day. 
Every day, yeah. every classroom you step into, every meeting you step into, uh, every 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 conference room, every office building, mm -hmm. every courtroom, whatever, every doctor's, uh, whatever it is, you are on a stage. Your assignment is to speak life to that thing, to speak your truth, to, to show up. What I'm trying to say all the time, to show up fully and authentically you. That's what you, because you, yes. you otherwise, I feel like if you don't, it's not just that. You lose out. Other people may lose out. I think about it actually more tragic than that. People get hurt. Yeah. When you don't show up fully you. And not only that, though, D, stuff doesn't go according to plan if you don't show up the way you. It's, things are already mapped out, right? Yeah. In life, I, this story is already written. You have to show up to do your part to keep the, the play going. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we have understudies and everything, but what good is the understudy when the main character is supposed to be there? The understudy is just there for, for when you have your off days. Yeah. When, you, uh. when you're sick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, when you really can't show up. That's what the understudy is there for. It's not really there to just pull you off just because you, you can't handle That's it. That's right. That's good. That's a good analogy. Because I think about it, I remember when I went to see, I went with my mother. Uh, shout out to my mom. It's her birthday today. Yes, mom. But I went Happy to see. Happy birthday, mama. <laughs> I went to see uh, Lion King. Mm -hmm. uh, and Michelle Williams was playing Nala. Uh-huh. But she didn't, I, they didn't tell us. She didn't show up. That day. And this is not about Michelle Williams. I'm just saying that the analogy yeah, struck, uh -huh. you know. And, it was, and I didn't realize that she only performed during the, the evening shows or something mm. like that. And we had a, we were, anyway, it didn't matter. But she wasn't there. And the experience, the show was good. But it, it but wasn't, it wasn't what, what it was, but it wasn't what I expected. It wasn't what it was supposed mm -hmm. to be. Yeah. And it's no disrespect, but it's just, to your point, I was just yeah. an interesting analogy. I mean, when you don't show up, um, yeah, it may get done, but not to the level, to the yeah. extent, and have the impact that it was supposed right. to have. Right, and that's what it's about. So, how do we move past that? So, you're in sixth grade, and you're and you're making grown men cry uh, by talking about their mama. That's what I heard. That's what you said. Yeah, I had to mature. Yeah, it's right. I had to <laughs> Stop talking about their mama. <laughs> I had to repent yeah. a lot. Like I went to Sunday school, repenting uh, a couple of Sundays after that. But no, I um, grew into a place to where. When I started writing my own raps, my own full songs, I started writing my own songs like in the seventh grade. Okay. So when I started writing full raps, it was just the gospel. The gospel just would come in. I noticed that it was the sermon from the previous Sunday. Okay. And I would sit down and be like, all right, I, I'll spit it in, in cafeteria in the cafeteria room tomorrow for lunch. If you you know if, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they, they got it. They got it. They got it. At school. At school. Okay. And I'm in South Park, the heart of the hood. Okay. And they wanted it. They wanted the word. That's hot. They so, wanted the word, and he gave me more. But I read someplace, and there's, I read someplace with regard to you, that you received criticism once, and maybe you received it more than that, that you're too, let me get this right, you're too churchy for the you're too churchy for the world and too worldly for, for the, the church. church yeah yeah right that, did i get it right this preacher t called me up after a, um it was a little conference a youth conference that they had at a church and he called me up he was like 
How old are you now? How old are you at this point? I was older. Okay. In my thirties. Oh, you're okay. This yeah. is later. Uh-huh. Okay. Later in life. No, late twenties. Okay. And um, he said, "Your time is coming, but not now." And I want you to faint not because I see you fainting. Because it won't, you won't see it in your thirties. I'm like, I ain't going to be a 50-year-old rapper. I'm just not going to be. I was like, well, when, when are you going like, to do it? I'm not going to be 50 and rapping. I'm sorry. Picture like, perfect. <laughs> I mean, I'm just picture, Let me get this right. You picture perfect. I'm not. And I'm, I got upset. You know, because I'm listening to him. And, you know, everything. I just didn't want to receive it. Yeah. You know? And so he said, it's, it's not time for you right now. You too worldly for the church. And you too churchy for the world. You somewhere in between. It's like it's an anomaly, and they they're not ready for it. They're not ready for it. A man is gonna have to come before you to set the way. Wow. I said, oh. wow. I was upset after that because my thing is I'm not saying anything that's against the word of God. Now the way I'm I'm presenting it, you know, you know how I'm, I'm a little forceful. I'm a little. Excuse me, I grew up in it's, South Park. It's got some, it's got some uh, ratchet edges. It's a little ratchet. <laughs> it's got some ratchet edges. Yeah, but I feel like I'm appropriate, you know, for this generation. But, I felt like that then. I felt I'm like, well, that's it's nothing more than what they listen to on a regular, you know. And and these are your, this is the youth. This is what they go home and listen to in their rooms. Like, what? But I'm feeding them with the word. What, what, what are you not ready for as the church? Because I am the church. Right. That's what I was going to say. So what are you not ready for? So, so, so was this person somebody, I mean, how are they, how does this even come about when they're saying this to you? Is this somebody that you looked up to? Somebody that you knew? Somebody? I was preaching. I, I, I administered at a church, and he was a special guest. He was the guest preacher. You were the musical, I was the the musical, musical guest artist, yeah, artist for a particular church and service. And he was the guest preacher for that service. And he felt like he had a, had a word for you. Yeah, after church, <laughs> yeah. He pulled me to the side and told me that. And if we, he wasn't the first one to tell me stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think it was because, you know, sad to say, the church is not really geared towards putting women on a pedestal like that in a in a service position as leader in that aspect minister leader minister you know in that we can be ushers we can be praise team dancers we can be praise and worship leaders but they're not really too keen on us being the ministers of the church when some of us are more qualified to do it than our husband, without so so that's a that's a drop in and of itself. And I, I think you're even being kinder. Oftentimes, they're not. Religion drives the car. Yeah, and and religion works to preserve the status quo. Religion works to preserve uh, uh, those self-appointed in power staying in power. Right. And they typically don't look like you and me. No. They don't look, and, and, and as a result, 
anything of difference, different expression. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if, if you're, if you're, you know, like for in your instance, a hip hop artist in the church where well, you can't be uh, right, good, appropriate, because it doesn't fit with my paradigm. Mm -hmm. That's religion. That's yeah. The, the church is on some stuff. It's absolute garbage. Realignment. That's yeah, why it's absolute it's, garbage. It's realignment that needs to happen because that doesn't speak to the who we are for real. It speaks to what we have learned over the years. Without question. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I just wrote a song called Realignment for the Church. It's, we just need a realignment because the body is off. But the body is off because of the mentality of it. And, and, and it's a learned behavior. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a learned, practiced uh, behavior. And I, I look at it like from the perspective of my children. I've got two teenagers, two teenage sons. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you this. I mean, my son, when if you ask my oldest son right now, like, who's his favorite? If you ask him, like, who's this, one of his favorite lyricists? It's you. Mm. But one of the things he used to do all the time is the way he learned the word a lot of times mm -hmm. was you. Mm. Because that's how he processed. Mm. So I can sit there and sing him. A, I would never do this. But, you know, like, he's not going to lean into um, my grandmother's way. Right. Even my mother's way. You know, you know, and that's all right. But the, but I, the, the church is, like you said, I mean, realignment is a good word. It's on some stuff. So you're you're being told, and you said you've been told it before. So this guy yeah. has the nerve to tell you that, mm -hmm. that a man's got to come before you. You need to send him a card and tell him thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm but sorry. That didn't, that that didn't come good. out right. <laughs> that didn't, I don't know what sound. That's, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> thank you. That, that didn't, that didn't come you out. You got to watch your words. You just got to watch your words. I'm just playing with that. Yeah. <laughs> we go, we, it's a family show. I'm sorry. Oh, my, oh, God. my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you got other people telling you this yeah. stuff. It's, I, I mean, I respect I had someone tell me after a rain class, they came up and be like, oh, my gosh, sister, you were amazing. You were uh, this, you were that. And then, then they were like, are you ordained? And I was like, I'm sorry. They're like, are you ordained? And I was like, no. Nah. Like, are you a minister? I was like, no. Nah. It's like, no. Nah. Because I would love to come and you speak to my, speak to my people at my church because you they would really you could really help them, but you're not ordained. So, you know, maybe we'll, we'll touch back later. I was like, I don't want to come to your church, dude. It's cool. But that's not what the word says, though. Yeah, it don't make no sense. The word doesn't say if you're... If you're ordained, you're a minister. It doesn't say that in regards to ministers. It says whoever brings the word of God, who carries the word of God in, in their feet, they're ministers. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, So. I, yeah. But I'm saying. I, once again. Yeah. It's just this made up stuff that's been learned from generation to generation. It's been passed down. But don't get me wrong. I love the church. We are the church. Yeah. You know, I, I just think we need to reconstruct the um, way that we were brought up in it. And, and only being that we need to go back to the authentic word of Christ. That's it. I agree. That's it. And, and let's not lean on our own understanding. Let's do exactly what he his word says for us to do. And if that's what we're doing, we don't have time backbiting, bringing people down, talking about each other, because all we're doing is edifying one another. Yeah. All we're doing uh -huh. is lifting each other up. All we're doing is building one another, strengthening one another, you know, 
sharpening one another if we're living by his word. If, if you love the next person like you should be loving you, see, the problem is with that, you don't know how to love you. Hey, right we there. We don't love ourselves properly. Right there. So we're not handling one another accordingly. Because we, we well, no, we actually are. Because we're mishandling no. ourselves, we're actually we're, handling people exactly. just like we handle ourselves. I love... You know? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no I, just, I just love that. So first of all, this is... We got... People in the out in the audience, they're asking questions. I love it. So the question for y'all to make sure you you want to make sure you heard it is we got the question of uh, how do you differentiate or or, or uh, discern between you know what to take literally and and, and 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 kind of what's to be interpreted or read between the lines. And so Leg, you were saying you know at the end of the day you were really. You know, you distill it down, which I love it because God is awesome. You, you, you distilling it down to the one commandment we really got mm -hmm. that we are left with. The one we really have is to love our neighbor as ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to get this part right. Yeah. But you can't get that part right until you love yourself properly. If you That's know the part. You are. To overcome, to dominate, to superabound, to ascend, to mm -hmm. win, to essence of win. You've got to know who you are. That when I talk about, when I talk about, for instance, um, you know, I've talked about it, you know, sometimes in a rain class, like you have an insecure leader. Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. The reason why they're insecure is they have no idea who they are. Mm -hmm. They don't understand. They're out of position. They're less out than. They're position. operating, living, living, moving, breathing, walking, Ooh. everything out of position. As a result, they only are going to handle you from that lower standpoint. Mm. You can never rise under their leadership because they can't handle it. Mm. It feels absolutely offensive to them yep. it feels harsh to them if you shine that must mean you took some of mine mm. so this part that you're talking about that's why i love this because it brings it back speak life i mean you do what we talk about that's what you've been doing i mean and i love that that question thank you because that's the point of all of this if i can get you turned on to who you are and whose you are the rest Man. of this takes care of itself i don't fight Ooh. you now I can't have you on my show if I don't know who I am. Ooh. This show is raggedy at this point. I would, I'm not even sure I have a show. But yes, 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 I would. Yes, you do. I would have a show. But I would have to make sure you stay low. Mm. I would have to. Because I'd be like, they're not going to watch me if they don't think I'm great. Whoa. You ain't saying enough yet. Don't you got to say more because she's talking too long. Whoa. That's, that's what this is about. So I love that question. And I love that because that's exactly right. You've got to get this heart problem right. Mm -hmm. When I started Rain, and that's why I really love, and I thank you for, for being this, my gosh. When I, I didn't even like the word started Rain because I didn't start Rain. I say all the time that Rain was not some sort of thing I was trying to create, some sort of platform. I'm not trying to sell y'all no shirts. I was trying to heal. Mm. I didn't like me. And I acted like it. And other people, I, I mean, we talk about, we'll talk about it, you know, with, with my husband. I couldn't even receive his love from me because I was like, something's off with me. And so I'm trying to make him, you love me, pub me up, say these things because I didn't like me. That's what rain, rain's born out of that journey. Mm -hmm. And now I want to, I, I realize what you just said that, you know, what we're talking about. I, you got to get that part right for any other work to get done. I don't care. You could you could sit down and listen to somebody in front of you that has like I got a billion dollar idea right now. I promise you, you got a billion dollar idea, and all you gotta do is do this, this, and this, and it's you, you're gonna make a billion dollars. If you don't know who you are, if you don't do love you, 
that ain't going to work. Because even if it worked for you, it would destroy you. It would destroy It would destroy you because all that money would do was amplify. All money does anyway is amplify What's what you, you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the most important relationship that we'll have on this earth is the relationship between self. Yep. That's it. The relationship that you have with yourself because everything is centered around how you see yourself. Yeah. So how you see yourself, and that's true. When you said rain was built because you were encouraging yourself, every song that I've ever written was to me first. Wow. Wow. That's hot. And you know what's funny when I think about now? I mean, it's kind of feels like when we first met and then we started talking. And we little by little just, you know, I didn't realize we were becoming fast friends. We are becoming friends. You know, I, I mean, sh- she, 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 you, you, you bothered me. I don't know if I ever told you that. Mm-mm. Because you kept speaking to me, speaking to a dawn I hadn't realized yet. Mm. I hadn't met her yet. So you'd be like, D, you should do this. D, you should do this and do this and take some pictures. D, why don't you just call it this and do that? I would like, I would hear it. I'd be like, that sounds, and I'd hear it and I'd maybe acknowledge it. But I'm like, who is she talking to? I can't do that. What I call you, Superwoman. I'm talking to Superwoman. Yeah, I've always seen you as a superhero. But I didn't. I, I, yeah. You, you, you know. You said you. My favorite quote. You were like, "D is a, you, you did it. You put a poster. You're like, you are a super. <laughs> oh, I love this. You said you are a superhero on a mission to eradicate the world from self hate. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. So, so it just. My God. I. I just don't know how to, I didn't know how to take you. I didn't know how to take you because I couldn't see with your eyes. I didn't Mm. see who you saw. I appreciate you though. I love you. I love you too, man. Because you spoke, you spoke life into me and you didn't know it. And it birthed later. Mm. It birthed later, which is what I think you're trying to do with your music. Yeah. That's exactly what I want to do with my music. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing matters more than that. So, so I'm hashtag rain all day. I love it. I see you do that all day long. You, I see you. I do live that. by rain. I live by rain. Like, in one of my most difficult times in my life, rain lifted me up. See, you rain was out long before you put rain out. You've always been rain. Wow. You've always spoke those things to me. Wow. You helped me get out of my situation. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was out of here. No, I'm like, I had checked out of life. I had checked out of life. I was walking dead, a zombie with a target shot, sporting the infrared. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that. Yeah, you reined me up. So you've always been speaking life. Wow, I'm I'm. <laughs> I don't I'm not, I'm not sure where to go, because I'm just I'm just overwhelmed by that, and I appreciate that. Everybody, we all appreciate you, and it has to continue. I'm so looking forward to what's in store. It's already done. We just have yet to see it. 
So, uh, I hope y'all rock with me. I, I, I hope you stay locked. You just have no idea what's in store for you. I want people, you got to follow her, find her music, subscribe to her channel, buy her stuff. AllegraNovella.com. That's A L L E G R O N E V E L L A. I'm Allegra Novella on all social media media networks, in except uh, Instagram. No, Instagram. I'm Allegra Novella. I am Leg Novella at Leg Novella on Twitter. That's it. Y'all better y'all better subscribe. You better follow her. You better get that leg work. And she will change your life. She will change your life. She is literally one of the best human beings. Uh, you will ever encounter. You need to uh, be in her world, period, point blank. I, I just want to thank you so much, but you're going to stick around with me because we, for, so for, for, this is the end of the episode for Standing in the Rain, but we are going to hang out for a little bit for my, my rain dancers who are a part of Rain Elite, and we're going to vibe with just a little bit more, so I just want to sign off, and, and, and I'm going to give you the last word for the, for the folks uh, uh, following Standing in the Rain. What you got to say is speak life is the raindrop we vibing around today. Speak life. Speak life. No weapon formed against you will prosper. I didn't say the weapons wouldn't form. They would form, but they will not prosper. So know who you are. You are mighty. You you bring down giants. You you move mountains. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Rock who you are for real. I love it. I ain't going to touch it. Yes, that's what's up. Standing in the rain. Subscribe. Follow. Vibe with me. Thank you. We're going to dance it out. Let's go. Oh, I don't know. I, I, it, Did we go? Black Hand took my thing. <laughs> so we got to get us. We got to get some music. We're going to end it with the rain. Then we're going to we're gonna rock this out. All right. You were created to rain. What does that mean? You are we go. You were created to win. There's a definition. I'm going to sing it out. To wear a crown. From, From your beginning, beginning to the end.